Hi Aussie Gamers and to everyone that loves video games and things alike. This is the Aussie Gamers Express video game podcast. Born and bred within the land of opportunity and slow overpriced internet. For news, reviews and video game related fun, keep listening along with your hosts, Lucas and Red. This is episode 168 and today is Tuesday the 18th of April 2017. Welcome to the Aussie Games Express video game podcast. I am your host and here with me is my co-host and very good friend, Red. How are you mate? Good co-host with the most and on the scales anyway. Lovely. Well, before we start, here is this week's show in preview. First up, we'll have video game discussion. Then after that, we'll do video game news. And in this week's news, we have swatters face up to 20 years jail. Refunds on digital games to become reality with Microsoft. Anarcho Road, the DLC for Wildlands. Release date and details outlined. Then we'll do Remember When, User-Created Content, What's That Sound, Red Shout, and Last Words, if we have any. So, first up, video game discussion, Red. Okay. And over to you, Luke, for your... <laughs> have you <laughs> done nothing? Week. Well, uh, very little. Um, school holiday started. Easter, happy Easter, everyone again. We uh, did wish you that in a previous show, but that was actually recorded prior. We've now done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, yeah, the culmination of uh, school holidays, football spread across four days of the weekend, not just two or an half, and Easter kind of put a little bit of a dent in my gameplay time, but mm. the thing I've spent the most time on, and I'm talking I was talking to you yesterday mm. uh, I put a seven hour stint into it this is including time while preparing food and everything like that and actually just going to bed early because of the the old man head and getting up early with the kids is the Dokkan battle Dragon Ball Z game on my phone that I was talking about the last couple of weeks and and you turned around to me and you've gone fuck triple A and I'm like yeah well I've probably spent 30 hours this week playing that game yeah, big big hours in it this this week. Um, when I say I haven't played much this week, I haven't played much variety. I played too much Dokkan Battle. Yeah, that's <laughs> massive for a mobile phone game. It's just a massive game. There's just so much to it that you unlock stuff as you level up and your progression. And it's I've just unlocked a like a Paragon leveling system for each individual character, and it, it's so in depth. <laughs> it's Massive. So when when was it exactly that you um, decided that you were just going to be a casual? Oh, oh! As soon <laughs> as uh, I actually got a message this morning, so someone very special and close to us must be listening to the podcast this morning. Uh, I decided to become a casual when I couldn't beat uh, Snoogans at Disc Jam. <laughs> <laughs> when they can't just stand at the net and fucking block it. Yeah, I went, right, games aren't for me anymore. I'm too old. That's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to mobile gaming. 
where I can sit in bed and, and rest my, my, my old back and my old knees and, and my weary head. <laughs> Arthritic <laughs> thumbs. Talking of this, oh, man, not, not so much thumbs. You know how RSI become a thing and then mm. whatnot? And, arthritic thumbs and the texting and they say this generation or our generation is going to suffer later on in years because of so much time spent on mobile devices yeah when you when you hold your mobile phone and say you're playing a game one-handed or something like that do you rest it on your little finger the bottom of your phone rest oh yes yeah yeah yeah. so it doesn't slide at the bottom yeah yeah. I have incredibly sore and I don't know if it's because I've been spending so much time on it lately the first knuckle just below your your um, fingernail on the yeah. little finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are both swollen and that tender. Just from holding from, your phone. From resting my phone on it. Right. Okay. Yeah, well, I suppose yeah. that could happen. Because even though it's not that much weight on it, you're actually pushing down with your thumb. You're constantly adding and applying pressure to that one little point on your, on your th- little finger. I've actually got really, especially in my right hand, really sore pinkies. Really sore pinkies. Yeah. See, look. Whereas I don't, I don't get like swollen or, or that sort of stuff there. But what I do get is like an indentation pushed into the the finger part that's resting up against where the uh, the cutout is for the charger. You know, the charger hole. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. There's yeah, a case, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a case on my phone which makes the the hole a lot more pronounced than the Likewise. actual phone. Yeah. And yeah, that that little cutout there is generally where I rest my my finger. Yep. And it, yeah, it, and I and at the end, I'm like of of holding my phone if I am playing a game or something like that, I'm like, oh, that's like it's just a little annoying, you know. Well, let's let's face it. Even when I was at your place, we had computers all around us and tablets and everything, but we were always on our phone checking <laughs> the page and everything like that. So it's not unlike. I've seen it. I'm not making assumptions. I've seen you sitting there on your phone for an hour at a time. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Yeah, fl- flick, yeah it just happens. And I'm just, oh, because I've had an extended period over the last week where I have actually had, had it in my hand for five or well, four to five hours, pretty constant. Mm. Really, really tender fingers, pinky fingers, really tender. Wow. Yeah, well, that, well, that's the thing. Phone, phones aren't designed like a, you know, like a gamepad. A controller; those things are designed right. to fit in your hand to be comfortable for a long time. Phones aren't; they're basically. I think, I think the rectangles. word's ergonomic. Yeah, that's a, yeah. They're they're just not. Yeah, because I, I watch a lot of people. Well, not a lot. I watch. I've watched a lot of videos recently of uh, these two guys playing this Dokkan battle, mm-hmm. um, and they stream it. But they've obviously they're playing on a tablet, and they've got a holder. Yeah, like a a tablet holder in front of them, so they're just just pressing. Like a, on a on a on a touch screen, obviously a touch screen, but like you know a big like a keypad in front of them. Yeah. And oh man, <laughs> I can't go. It really hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I I don't know what to say. Um, I'm running out of missions. There's 21 areas in this game, uh, each with between three and ten missions within the area and you can do them three times on easy medium and hard in order to get those dragon souls we're talking about last week the shards the premium currency yeah i i've just accessed the last area 
in the quests, and the last three areas are the only ones I haven't done with three stars. So I have well and truly smashed the tits off this game, and I'm starting to see the fruits of my labor. I'm starting to get some really, really top-notch characters. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. So that's going to have to go not so much on the back burner, but just be the daily thing from now on where you pick it up and spend your stamina for 20 minutes and then the job done for the next three or four hours. Mm. But that's okay. Um, other than that, the biggest news this week is uh, Snoogans and I, we've seen the same Facebook post within about 10 minutes of each other that said over the Easter weekend that the Division was going to be pumping out extra loot and XP and rah, rah And we said, do you want to? And I said, okay. And I said, let's do this. And we played some Division. Um, and... Not a lot's changed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to go and play more of that. Is it survival? Mm. Yeah, I want to talk about that the other night. Yeah, yeah, I want to have a couple more goes at that, but that's about all that I'm really keen to get into. Well, that's, that's, we need to get we need to get Luke through an extraction. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I agree. But like, I think that's the only part of the game that you can't really get left behind in with the updates and get screwed over with your gear not being good anymore because you start off with nothing. Oh, that's right. Every experience is a fresh experience. Yeah, so I, I, I want to play that again. I'll get into that again, but um, yeah, that's uh, it's that's the division, isn't it? We've got to wait for Division Two now to get really yeah. excited for it again. Well, they said something about Year Two content with the guaranteed two drops of content. I said, well, even Destiny done more than that. So we'll mm. see how it all pans out. Yeah, um, I don't know. Downloaded, installed the Fallout 4 uh, season pass. Yep. Opened it, had every mission pop up on my screen that was DLC related, and then went, wow, that's rather overwhelming, and turned it off. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was overwhelming, and I just went into one of my little manics and went, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> After you wanted it for so long. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'll i be back on it tonight. I even planned on playing it last night, and I went to bed at 8.30, you know, and because um, the kids are on school holidays, I were in here, and they were playing some um, NBA 2K17, and I was sitting here trying to clack around on the PC or on the laptop trying to get ready for today and just watching, you know, like being a backseat driver, being a, mm. what's worse, being good at a game and being a backseat gamer, watching someone else just butcher it. <laughs> yeah. And those two were playing basketball. I'm like, oh, give me the control. Oh, but, Dad, oh, you're only winning because Dad's got your control. Oh, Dad, oh, <laughs> hey, how do you do that? And I'm like, oh, easy, man. Just get good. Fuck. <laughs> so I, I pumped out a, a couple of things on the on the laptop and then went, you know what? You guys are having fun, and I'm being a downer on news for once in in your life instead of it being <laughs> the other way around. Game. <laughs> I'll go to bed. <laughs> you can stay in here. Happy school holidays. There's my TV, my PlayStation, and the controls. But I have promised them today that uh, we'll uh, sync up all four controls with my PlayStation, and I'll play with my three kids. It'll be two on two, bit of bit of uh, blacktop, like outside basketball action with the buttons so that should be fun not to mention I have played a few games of NBA this week but I keep reporting on that every week because I just keep doing the same thing because I just got to check the auction house and everything like that and see if I can get uh, the weekly's new cards in my team so 
Other than that, I tried to have a game of Rainbow Six, but the servers were down, so I went, meh. Then I put For Honor in, played one game, won it, meh. Then put Fallout in, meh. I was just having one of those weekends, mate, where I just spent a whole lot of time on my phone and, and watching the footy and having family time. So hopefully it doesn't sound too boring, but I'm really interested in people that have... Uh, t- twigged and went yeah I want to try this Dragon Ball Z Dokkan battle and I must express and stress that we're always here well I'm always here to answer any questions for people starting out or want some advice on what to do and don't early in the PC don't shoot yourself in the foot because I've shot myself in the foot with a few decisions I've made for quick cash if you know what I mean yeah got rid of cards that they give you early but if you wait and in the long run you can make it a really good card so yeah, really, yeah. really cool experiences. Well, I I searched it on the store. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's about it, though. <laughs> subject matter, you got yeah, you got to right. be right up there with subject matter. If you don't like Dragon Ball Z, the concept of the game might be really cool to you, but there'll be no longevity or appeal. Look, they've had triple XP on for the quests, and I've gone this in the last five days or since the last podcast I've gone from level 63 to 132 yeah just a little bit up there yeah, well done yeah <laughs> smashing it <laughs> there you go now tell well, me what you've been doing my friend alright well I hope you're in for a bit of a roller coaster ride here yeah strap me in because I've got a list in front of me and not all of it's good do you want me to start with the bad or the good yeah yeah let's have a chuckle alright you want the bad yeah. The fucking PlayStation 4 is dead again. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was part of this week's shout. <laughs> Far out. What are they making these things with? Like, my PS3 is the original one that I bought. The the, the fat thing. Yeah, the fat. I've got a fat 60 gig. Although it's slow and chugs like a bitch because it's just old, it works. The game still plays normal. Yeah. It's just the OS that yeah. sucks. But, um, yeah, this is the second PS4. This was actually my replacement PS4 that they replaced my day one console because it died. Mind you, Mm -hmm. the original one died. The power, like, there was just no power whatsoever getting to the console. It it was dead. This one, uh, it seems to boot up, and it seems Mm -hmm. to be able to actually log in because I I have two PlayStation 4s. Uh, Mm -hmm. My PS Pro was uh, logged in at the time so I can tell that this one logged in because it logged me out of the other one. Ah, oh, yeah. So it's logging in but it's not giving me any display like the, the display's flicking on black and then off and the TV's going no signal and then back on and it's black and then off no signal. So it's doing that over and over again. Uh, I've tried absolutely everything. Everything that you could think of, everything that everyone put into the chat uh, into the, the the post that I put on Facebook thank you very much for all of your suggestions I appreciate you trying to help the only thing is I've, I'd already tried all of those suggestions going into safe mode that was the first thing I tried um, yeah. which it resets it back to 576i or whatever it is that didn't work uh, I tried putting it back horizontal that didn't work I've tried leaving the power off for a bit I tried uh, a, a new HDMI cable. I tried plugging it directly into the TV instead of the, the setup that I got here. I've tried everything, absolutely everything, and it, I can't get it to work at all. So, look, the idea is uh, it, it's it's well out of warranty now. 
because this is well I, I I don't think the the warranty restarts when you get it back from getting warranty work on it so I'd imagine this is <clears throat> oh uh, that's why I asked you yesterday because mine did because they sent because we had similar issues mine died my day one console died when Diablo 3 yeah but you got a new out. console didn't you that's right I got a brand new console because it was a hard drive error which had just fried the fuck out of it so I got a brand new one so my warranty started again yeah I I don't know I don't think mine was repaired and sent back I think I got a replacement like a a refurbished yeah I think they sent a refurbished one back to me which is what they do but um, yeah, I mean, it went alright for a few years, but yeah, now it's it's just clapped out. Look, I'm I'm not left in the lurch. I do still have a PS4 Pro, which I, I mainly use anyway. And just for all those people that are listening to this, going, should I got an Xbox? Got two Xboxes, thank you. Should I got a PC? Got a PC, thank you. I have everything because I love video games. So all the uh, the fanboy comments can be uh, triaged that way. So. You can't I love say, them. Hey? seeing them come through. I love seeing them come through and knowing what I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm like, I was I was a little bit thrown back by people that listened to the podcast were saying it too. Should have gone on Xbox. I'm like, you do. You should know I've got everything. <laughs> we just haven't been able to report anything on Xbox for the well, <laughs> since, the... what, Gears of War 4? Yeah, well, that's because there are bugger all exclusives on the on the Xbox, and mm. all of the developers that give us review copies for games, they give it to us on PlayStation, and that's not like I mean, sometimes we do get the option, but most of the time they're just like, "Here's the PS4 copy." We don't even ask. That's all they've got because that's mm. they know that more people have got PS4s to review them on. So anyway, um, yeah, I've got two PS4s. Well, I've got fucking one now, one and a half, two Xboxes, <laughs> and uh, and also to to also like try and even up the the playing field is if people are saying like, I've got my original Xbox here, uh, and I've got an Xbox One S. Now my original Xbox does work really well, but I'd say it's probably had about. quarter of the game time put through it than I have with the the PS4. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> if that, less. It may be <laughs> even less. Like, it doesn't get used very much. I mean, yeah, well, I've had Netflix and TV run through it a fair bit. Nah, but come to think of it, you, what you're saying there is for every three nights you play PlayStation, you play Xbox for night? Probably less. <laughs> yeah, I... I <laughs> One tenth, maybe. You play it once a fortnight, maybe. At this stage, in the last three months, not even, man. Not even, no. no since look, Horizon, since Forza Horizon Three. Oh. So that what October? I mean, look, I've done the odd review on it. Uh, there is a game that I, I played on it uh, this week that I, that I'm going to talk about that I played on the Xbox. But like, it's just the games on it aren't there like I mean not saying that it doesn't have any games because there are a lot of games but all of the games that we get are generally uh, PS4 so all our review copies are on the PlayStation 4 so that's that's and as, enti- as enticing and as as much as we see it as a fucking really good thing I haven't really utilised backwards compatibility as much as I thought I would given the amount of games we have to play 
in, in yeah. this generation now. Yeah. Yeah, look, I, I did a little bit of backwards compatibility this week, which I can talk about as well. Nice. But yeah, so anyway, PlayStation 4 is dead. I am going to ring PlayStation today, later today. Uh, they've been closed over the weekend, so I haven't done it yet, but uh, like been a long weekend. But I'll give them a ring and just see if they've got any kind of uh, repair service available. If not, I'll uh, I'll look elsewhere. But what? Here's a tip. It's something I was looking up just in my curiosity uh, last night. Uh, EB Games have a, a deal on at the moment for three hundred and forty nine dollars, a PlayStation Four Slim, with two controllers. Mm. Now, what I thought was. How much is a controller worth, brand new? Yeah, seventy or eighty. Or hundred from them. I reckon I could sell both of those controllers and get myself a half price PS PS four PS four Slim. Yeah. Well, even less than half price, really. If I can get at least one hundred and sixty bucks for those two controllers. Yeah. There you go. That's a that's a. What's the math there, Red? Hundred bucks. What was the original price? Three forty nine. Three forty nine. Say three fifty minus one sixty is one ninety. Two hundred bucks. Yep. Two hundred dollar, one hundred ninety dollar uh, PS four to replace this well, one. Now, with four point five, they give you the option to hard uh, put a hard drive in it. Uh, well, hook a hard drive up to it. You don't even need to put it in it. There's no reason that a slim, for for your purposes, wouldn't be valid or warranted. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, this is only going to be a secondary console that goes in my uh, office, where I am now, mm. for when I'm uh, live streaming using the computer or capturing content, really. Mm. Uh, I mean, in saying that, it's not even an absolute necessity, but um, something oh, to think it's about. It's got to be convenient, considering oh, how much. And people that follow you on every medium realise just how much content well you put up, all the content you put up is yours but just how much there is that having a central hub in order to capture edit and upload it has mm. to be invaluable yeah it does it, it makes life very easy I, I do enjoy it so I will have, I will replace it eventually but we'll see whether or not this one's uh, viable to repair or if I just do that little thing and sell both controllers I don't need the controllers I've got plenty of controllers I've got one sitting on the ground that I haven't touched in ages it's just sitting there collecting dust but anyway I don't so, touch much stuff that's on the ground just because I have to bend over and pick it up got <laughs> him <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, PlayStation 4 is dead, so I've only got one now. What First world problems. <laughs> one PlayStation, four more consoles than <laughs> one PlayStation. Yeah, well. Uh, I played a, a mobile game, mobile phone game, this week. Yay. Fallout Shelter. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, yeah I noticed it on the uh, Xbox One. And I played it a little bit on the Xbox One. Oh, yeah. My son's been playing the shit out of that. Yeah, yeah, I saw it on the Xbox One. And then I thought, you know what? I really enjoyed this game. But on the Xbox One, this is shit. Oh, the controller. Yeah. Oh, that's... Why? The controls are just terrible. Because what I wanted to do is use the D-pad to move around. Yeah. Like, if you're going to use a movement system where it's kind of like... Uh, 
flicking across like because when you move it just flicks across to the next room so you're pressing mm. up down left right going across like a grid mm-hmm. if you're going to do that i want to use the d-pad I don't, I don't like using the thumbstick for that kind of movement i like the thumbstick to be more like a mouse cursor yeah you want the d-pad to be rigid yeah and the the, the stick to be fluid. Yeah. yeah, whereas it wanted me to use the stick to flick through like the grid, and I didn't like that. And it just felt very restrictive in the movement where I could select, and it was too hard to move. You know, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going back to the iPad. So I, I booted yep. it up on my phone and iPad and had a, a play of it on there and, and started um, started everything up again. So it's a that's a good game. But geez, I've, I've got a lot of progress on, on my phone. So it's it's worth continuing it on from there, and I've got some really powerful characters too. So you spent thirty hours on your phone this week? No, <laughs> no, Pro- probably only about half an hour playing it, really. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, I'll I'll move on from that because Fallout Shelter is Fallout Shelter. Go and give it a go; it's free to play, and you don't need an internet connection to play it too, which is really cool. Uh, Bulletstorm, the full clip edition. Mm. I played that. I've got a review in the works for it, but I've got to say, if you've not played Bulletstorm before, didn't know it existed, it's probably a very good place to start because it's a good game. And it plays well, Mm. 60 frames a second now, obviously upscale graphics looking real nice. There's a lot of tongue-in-cheek in there. It's a good, fun game to play. The only thing is, you know, there are people out there that probably aren't terribly keen on a game of that kind of uh, format being a first-person shooter that is tongue-in-cheek. Uh, what mm. was, we, was I talking to you? Or like it's it's very yes, Borderlands, that, yeah. Borderlands Cross... Call of Duty. Say? Call of Duty. I, I threw in uh, Doom as well. Although d- the new style Doom wasn't around when this game was first released. It's kind mm-hmm. of a bit like that too. Fast-paced... Um, gory for the sake of being gory, and uh, and it's a bit of a score chaser too. So the idea, like, take it, rip it, rip it to shreds. Take away the story, take away the characters, take away everything. <clears throat> Basically, what you've got is a first-person shooter where you've got a leash, which is like an electronic leash thing that will grab people like a lasso, mm-hmm. and and fling them towards you. When you fling them towards you, they'll enter into like a slow motion mode where really they're the only thing going in slow-mo. Everything else moves at normal speed. Bring them in. Then you can either kick them in the face and boot them away. You can angle yourself so you kick them into spikes and they just get impaled. You can shoot them in the face. You can juggle them. You can do like a whole shit ton of different tricks (laughs) yeah there is there's a massive big bag of tricks and that's the game and you get scored for it and the score that you get from it in the campaign will turn into currency for you to use at a at a um an upgrade station later on and basically that's what uh what bulletstorm is built on this crazy you know combo system and so on top of that system they've thrown like some some cool characters, larger than life, cheeky, foul-mouthed, smart-ass characters, and uh, like a, a an overarching story that's that's not going to blow anyone's mind. 
but it's still interesting at the same time. And there's a cool sort of camaraderie between the characters in the game as well. But uh, should you play it? It depends on who you are. Mm. Yeah, we did talk about this yesterday. Yeah, I was talking to you, Red. I don't think it's your kettle of fish. I don't think you'll enjoy it. Uh, It does have multiplayer modes. It's got like a co-op horde mode sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a bit of fun. The only thing is, look, B- Bullet Storm is probably one of those games that's great but forgettable. Ah, yeah. You know, you, it's very easy to play it through and go, that was a good game, but it's probably something that you're not going to be pining to go back to. Yeah. Uh, and and I say this, like, not like condemning the game because I, I'm actually a fan of Bulletstorm I've, I actually really enjoyed it back in, in the day I think it came out in 2011 and uh, I, I loved the game and I've always had fond thoughts of it but in saying that as well I've never gone back to it yeah well I've heard you guys every now and again touch on it and talk about it when whenever it becomes topic of conversation and it's always lost on me yeah because I'd, I'd not experienced it. That must have been like Black Ops 2 days for me. Yeah, probably. You but, say I, it, it completely bypassed me. And, and by the sounds of it, we, we put the analogy together that was Call of Duty cross with Borderlands. It now sounds like there's a, just a little bit of Tony Hawk's in there as well. Yeah, why not? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that, that's, that's the thing with, with Bulletstorm is that it is a great game. But yeah, it's... it's it just, I don't know, it never took off. but And obviously, for, for obvious reasons, it never never spawned a sequel. But it was made by People Can Fly and Epic. And uh, there's a lot of uh, Gears of War influence in there as well. It was originally going to be a lot more like Gears of War. But they they mixed it up to make it a game on its own rather than sort of just a, a knockoff, cheap knockoff of, of, of Gears. But... Uh, you know, we've had what's that sound before with uh, uh, from Bulletstorm, where we had that chick saying, uh, "I will kill your dicks." <laughs> what does that even mean? Kill our dicks! And uh, you know, there's a lot of that kind of uh, dialogue in it. Like uh, one of the guys gets electrocuted, and your main character says, uh, "Whoa, you scared the dick off me!" So there's a lot, a lot of that kind of potty humor and and all that sort of stuff. But coming with the Bulletstorm full clip edition, I, I, I believe it was a pre-order bonus. Now, I got a, a, a review a copy of Bulletstorm, which came with this extra DLC, and it was the Duke Nukem Tour. Which okay. basically replaces your main character's uh, skin with Duke Nukem. Oh, Really? But it also, they've re-recorded all of the dialogue from your main character with Duke Nukem's voice, the actual Duke Nukem, John St. John. Oh, wow. But they've not just re-recorded the main character's lines. Duke Nukem's in there kind of confused and, like, replying to things because everything else in the game is exactly the same. So cutscenes? Yeah. All of the uh, the like enemies or your friends in the game or whatever, their lines and dialogue don't don't change, but yours does. You are Duke Nukem, and Duke Nukem is talking. The only thing, it's a little bit crude because they've literally slapped the skin on top of your character, which means the lip sync is lip syncing to the original dialogue, 
yeah. while the Duke Nukem one's a little bit different, so it doesn't match up whatsoever. But you know, who cares? It's it's only for fun. But yeah, you'll you'll get stuff like uh, in the in the original version of the game, you'll come you at the beginning, you'll uh, repel in, take out a target, and your main character will say to to the other one something along the lines of access access that computer now. So he'll come in and he'll type on the computer and, you know, bring up the secret files that you're after. But then if you're playing as Duke Nukem, you repel in and you'll say, blow up that porn machine, commute computer, whatever. And then, <laughs> But then because it's exactly the same, the character will come in and start typing on it. Yeah. And then he'll go, I said blow up that computer, not look up the wholesome twins. And, and stuff I think like I'd that. enjoy that more. Yeah, it, it is. It's funny. It's good. Uh, and he said, "I think he says the wholesome twins." But you know what he's getting at. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yes, it's it's like that throughout the game, and and they still refer to you as Gray or Grayson, which is the yeah. name of the main character. And every time they do that, Duke's like, "Huh? My name's Duke," and stuff like that. Like just, <laughs> just real silly and. And uh, and and fun. So if you've got the the Duke Nukem tour, you've got to put it on. It's just like a toggle at the main menu. You got to turn it on. It is actually quite funny. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's bullet storm. I've got a review coming. By the time you're listening to this, I would dare say that review will be up on AussieGamesExpress.com if you want to check out what my thoughts are of that one and how it performed. Uh, next up on my list, I've got some Mass Effect Andromeda. I'm back to that. I have Yay. finished Wildlands. No, no Platinum is yet, because that's a slog. And I really want to play more Mass Effect Andromeda. And there's something about Mass Effect games that's strangely rewarding and calming for me. I just love it. And the fact that Andromeda also uses real subtle variations of the music and sound effects from the original trilogy... It gives returning fans a little bit of, ooh, I remember that. That's so nice. Without it being a blatant copy, because it's, it's only real subtle things that, that occur. But yeah, I'm playing that again, and uh, I, I hit a, a like a pretty important story, story piece last night, which was really cool. Obviously no spoilers here, but uh, very I'm still very early in on the game, and for a big reveal like what was what happened last night I was like wow that like this game must open up massively because this is very early in the game for them to sort of give off such information like that so excellent love the gameplay love the combat the graphics are amazing uh still not really sure what everyone's going on about with facial animations don't, I don't there get was it. an update for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I don't even think anything's changed. I, but pff, I don't know. It's it all looks the same to me. It looks great. I don't. I don't mind. If you have got a problem with it, leave your helmet on in cutscenes. It's an option. <laughs> you just went all literal there. I thought you actually meant stop being so touchy feely and leave your stack hat on. Oh. <laughs> 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 That's a belter. No, you could yeah, you can literally leave the character's helmet on during cutscenes, so you you can't see their bloody head. But anyway, 
uh, goes yeah, through. Yeah, like old school Destiny. <laughs> it wasn't until later on in, in Destiny that you are able to actually take your helmet off. Oh, really? I, mean, I hmm. didn't realise that. But, um, yeah, it's... It, it's a... I don't know. I, I, I fucking love it. I, and I could play it for like an hour and a half, two hours... And not even realise that I've not really done anything. You mm. know what I mean? Like I'm just walking around, talking to people, seeing if I can mark get different. Of a good game. What was that? That's a mark of a good game. Yeah, and and I mean, mind you, I'm I'm I am trying to root PB, the blue chick. <laughs> so every, every every moment that I get, I go and knock on a door and go, "Hi, hey. how are you?" What's happening? Back rub. <laughs> but there's, there's a, there was a couple of lines in there. I was like, mm, was that intentionally meant to be as cheesy as all hell? But that sounded horrible. Where I went in there and I went, so, um, are you going to flirt with me or what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> and she's like, oh, I'll flirt with you. All you need to do is be yourself and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, are we really having this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whatever it takes, I want to get me ending. But yeah, uh, and I'm I'm tuning two chicks at the moment because that's apparently what Mass Effect is all about. I'm my number one gal as I'm I'm keen on PB, which is that blue chick with the the like the tentacle uh, ears. Yeah, those things. Yeah, she's a she's an Asari, I think. And like her and and the other chick that hates me. She's going to be a trophy route. I just want to bang her because I know she fucking hates me. Uh, I can't remember her name, but she's the blonde chick with the shaved half a head and that. Life irritating art. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like don't know me? her name, but yeah. Then that's it. You're going on the mantelpiece then, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, there was. I was talking to a bloke and... And it and it started to get a little bit flirty, and I've gone. So I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, look, Hi, I'm, have a beautiful day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm open for the game to have those options, but I don't want to accidentally uh, lead on some bloke because uh, I don't swing that way, buddy. Sorry, I'll play a game of cards with you, but like, I'm not 100 percent sure you were talking about cards. Uh, I was poker. talking about poke her. You were talking about poke him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, because that was introduced in bloody uh, Dragon Age, wasn't it? Oh, look, mate, Same. you can tell that story. I don't know. But Same the sex ori- relation. Oh, we covered it in the news on the podcast ages ago. Yeah, the 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 originals. You could you could do that. The original Mass Effects. There was a oh, really? in, intergalactical relationships or whatever you want to call that, interracial, like interspecies, yeah. I think the word is, interspecies yep. uh, romance as well as same sex and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, I'm all for the alien, the blue alien rooting. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll take a screen capture and upload it to Pornhub. Whatever. Whatevs. But yeah, look, I, no, I am enjoying Mass Effect Andromeda, and I'm still playing the Apex uh, app on my phone, on my smartphone, mm-hmm. which has the uh, the strike teams on there, those mercenary mission things. And 
I while I hadn't been playing Mass Effect Andromeda while I was playing Wildlands, I was still playing the mobile app. And when mm-hmm. I went into the main game last night, I had over a hundred loot boxes to open. Oh, did you get anything good? Yeah, yeah. Got some rare weapons and shit, absolutely. That's worth doing for when you're not playing. And, mind you, got a trophy for the game by playing the, the app. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that yesterday. Yeah, because yeah, I, I didn't even know, but I was recruiting, because you recruit mercenary teams, mm-hmm. and there's a trophy for recruiting six. Yep. And uh, and because I'd played it that much on my phone, I had the funds and, and, and recruited them, and uh, booted up the game and got a trophy. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I don't mind that. The last yeah. time I'd done, I got a trophy from a companion app was Far Cry Four. What uh, was, um, what trophy was that? The the gladiator one. The, you remember where you went to the top of the map and you had to go in and fight different rounds of um, enemies, like like horde mode. Oh yes, yep. But you, but you could actually do it on your phone. You could. Uh, I just know that. Do your co- do your Colosseum. It's like a card battle. Like, you have so much attack and they have so much defense and you both have so much HP and then it oh, rolls okay. a dice. And... Yeah, so I actually got one of the harder trophies on Far Cry 4 just by logging into the on the phone and playing it on the phone for probably three hours max. You know, it wasn't that good a game. So I'm like, mm. oh, well. And Far Cry's not... That, especially number four, that was, there was an, not a shortage of uh, resources. So. Yeah, nice. All right, um, well, we might move on from Mass Effect, enjoying that one. Uh, I've got a couple that, look, I'm just going to mention, but I'll probably talk about a little bit more next week for the save of time. But uh, I played uh, Tethered on uh, on PC. That one, the review is underway at the moment, which is uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, Day of Infamy, we looked at uh, last year, in September last year, when it was in early access. It's now in full release. There's a review in uh, in the undergo under underway for that one right now as well. Uh, I played a little bit more Deceit, showed that one to Jason. That's that one where there's six of you, two of you are infected. I don't think I spoke about it properly in um, in the show last week. I think that's the one I remembered right in la- at the end of the show. Yeah, yeah, because I'm like, no, you spoke about it, and then I'm like. That was yesterday on the phone. <laughs> that was in, in prior, yeah, in like just a, a personal call, yeah. But anyway, Deceit uh, is a, a really, really good, uh, what would you call it, like a... Hide-and-seek simulator. It's an asymmet- asymmetrical uh, multiplayer game. But yeah, kind of hide-and-seek, and, and it's I like the name of it as well because you you really are being deceitful in playing the game so there are six players two of you have an infection but you've you've got to keep that from the other players otherwise they'll shoot you and kill you vote you out of the game now to grow stronger you have to go and drink blood which are are available in uh, like blood packs but you can't let anybody else see you drinking them because the only people that can drink them are infected so you effectively you'll be giving away that you're infected and everyone will kill you. So you got to drink it in private, and then once you like get enough blood into you, when the lights go out, you can transform 
into a monster and basically it's one hit kills for all of the enemy all of the the innocents so to speak if you can kill them all you win but if they manage to get you down and kill you you lose and if your your friend or your other infected guy uh, gets killed then the the uh, innocents win the round so it's kind of like that if you've if anyone's heard of or played the game um, dead by daylight kind of similar but I rate Deceit higher because there's a lot less stuffing around in, in this one and the graphics look a lot nicer, I think. So she's What's a, the incentive to split up before it's dark so you can drink? What do you mean incentive? Like, as, a, as a survivor, as like a non-infected, before it oh, goes dark and shit starts you? happening, do you have to... Do you have to find stuff and whatnot, or...? Yeah, well, look, see, everyone starts off with a gun, but you've got bugger all ammo. So Mm -hmm. it's not too suspect if you do nick off to go and drink blood because everybody else is kind of scrounging for ammo and armor and all that sort of stuff. So although the best thing to do is everyone stay together, because then if you're staying together and... And so, like, if you like, so you start the game and you go, right, everyone stay together. Let's all move as a pack and get get weapons and armor and ammo. That means that if the infected wants to drink blood, they're going to either have to leave or they're going to do it right in front of you. So then you Mm. can work out who's infected if you work as a team. Okay, but generally everyone just scatters at the start and goes and gets ammo and stuff. So that's your opportunity as an infected, yeah, to go, go and yeah. to go and drink blood. But yeah, if you, if you've got people in there that are willing to work as a team, you can actually do it quite well. But yeah, that, so there's a lot of different tactics involved in it. I I think it's amazing, really good. There's a lot that I still don't understand with the switches and floor panels and all that sort of stuff that are in the game it's a little bit tricksy for me to work out because i'm not like i'm not massive across these types of games this is probably the only one that i've played and actually enjoyed enough to keep playing Mm. so the it's probably got a lot of things in it that are staples across the genre but i'm not too aware of them because i'm not big on that genre but it's a it's a good game deceit and if anybody does play it It'd be good to get a team together and see how we go. It would be even really cool to play it with all six people as friends and uh, to see how we all work together or work against each other. It would be really cool. Yeah, because the incentive is to win and you know next round you could be infected. So if you play by the rules round one and then you kind of want to change the rules round two me dead yeah <laughs> yeah that's right like oh how come he's not playing by the rules now <laughs> yeah, where, where, where'd red go oh just the kitchen <laughs> yeah i'm just just making a sandwich <laughs> just getting some what armor <laughs> but there you go so that's deceit for you on steam early access go and have a look at it uh air guitar warrior <laughs> This week, or last week, whenever it is, space-time continuum with all this stuff, I interviewed Sterling from Silver's Dead. Yeah, you know. (laughs) (laughs) 
So yes, I did an interview with Sterling from Silver's Dead. He is the air guitar warrior. Go and check out that interview on YouTube. Aussie Gamers Express. Check us out there. The links are on uh, our Facebook page. But I played Air Guitar Warrior this week with Sterling, and it's actually a pretty cool game. Actually, it's the first game that I've played using the Kinect on my Xbox One. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it's like an actual Kinect game. I didn't even know they still made games for Kinect. There's one kicker, though. It's not available in Australia. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, really. It wasn't... Uh, it was too expensive for them to have it rated for Australian audiences. Because it's, wow. it's only a small indie game. Yeah, but that just goes to show how stupid Australia can be. Yeah, I reckon there should be some form of... Um, right, submit us your... Um, I don't know what, like your fucking... Your financials. And yeah. it's a sliding scale. So if you're only making hundred thousand dollars a year, like then the game, like to, to submit it, it's going to be cheap. But if you're like Rockstar and sell a hundred and fifty million copies of a game, it's going to cost you a bit more to have your game rated or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so that that's unfortunate for Air Guitar Warrior because uh, yeah, it was a bit 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 out of the realms for them to try and make a profit from the game because it's only a small indie thing and pay for Australia to um, to rate the bloody thing. But anyway, what it is, in case you've got access to uh, a Northern American account or what have you, um, think of, well, Connect. So Air Guitar is like, like it's just brilliant. That's it's a perfect idea. So all you do is you stand in front of your Connect on screen, you, you select your guitar and you get a guitar thrown into your hands on screen. And then the the level starts, and it's a side-scrolling shooter. So kind of like, oh dear, what what's a side-scrolling shooter? Or, or like, I, I can't think of one, but you know, like uh, Galaga. Yeah. But horizontally rather than vertically, it's like that. And what you do is you print like do this with me, so it makes sense. Pretend you're holding a, a guitar, right? Yeah. And you've got. Uh, your left hand out on the neck if you're a right-handed guitar player mm-hmm. and you move that sort of like you're aiming the guitar so you move it up and down oh you, yeah on, on, jamming on, out yeah 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 yeah. and that's how you aim right so that's you're yeah, aiming the cool. neck of the guitar like a gun and you strum to fire and you do it all because it's connect it's all motion controlled and all that sort of shit so you strum the faster you strum, the faster you, your uh, your bullets come out. But then, which is really cool, you've got four different types of ammo. You've got single fire, dual fire, and multi fire, and all that sort of stuff. There's another one in there somewhere. How do you do that? You jam it out by sliding your hand down the fretboard. So you do you oh, bring wow. you bring it in real close, and you go. And the, obviously the sound in the game changes because you're now real close down the fretboard to the high notes. So it sounds like you're jamming real hard and that gives you a different fire, different rate of fire and all that sort of stuff. You've got skulls coming from everywhere. You're sitting on top of a bloody dinosaur um, and uh, or, or, a, or a shark with freaking laser beams and shit like that. 
Freaking laser beams. It is out of this world, outlandish fun, and it's actually really cool. And at the end of a, like a section, so you'll do like stage one with like four missions, stage two. At the end of that, you get your own record. So at the end, uh, you, you pose for a, an album shoot, and <laughs> and it puts your, your image up on like a, 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 a record, a vinyl. So, but that that's all uh, showed off in uh, the the video and the the interview on our YouTube channel. Check it out; it's it's good. It is probably one of the the best uses of Connect <laughs> that I've ever seen. Big call, big call. Oh, but it's great for a for a real small developer and a silly little game. It's really good fun, and it's the kind of game that would get good airtime. At a like a, a a drinks party where people are over having a bit of a drink and you're like, hey, have a go at this. You look like a dickhead, but you have fun doing it, and there's heaps of laughs. But if it makes you feel any better, nobody looks m- more like a dickhead than Sterling does in this bloody video. So go go and check out Sterling and his interview for Air Guitar Warrior. He'll explain how his band got his name. His band's Silver's Dead or some shit. But anyway. Check it out. It's a bloody hoot. <laughs> was it his guinea pig? Guinea pig? Silver. What was silver? Silver was oh, his. No, no, it was a beetle. Beetle. That's it. Beetle races. I raced them all day. <laughs> <laughs> Seven hours straight. And then silver was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's not the entire punchline, but it's a fucking funny joke of it. I'm glad you liked the, the interview, Red. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> it was a pet, it was an outlandish one, it was a beetle racing. A beetle racing, yeah. I ain't silver beetle. <laughs> I was expecting it because you're going to ask me pet. I was expecting a horse. <laughs> No, well, the oh, other one's sorry. name was Ringo. Ringo, for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, because it was a Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, that was piss funny. <laughs> oh, I can't yeah. recommend that video highly enough. That was good. All right, go and check out Air Guitar Warrior for anyone that's uh, <laughs> international or. Sneaky in <gasps> Australia. Uh, now, just quickly, uh, the uh, review that I put together for the Republic of Gamers uh, G20, that's out now. Oh, yeah. Yes, so yes, yes. Go and have a look at that. That's about the King of the Outback. That's oh. um, that's something uh, worth having a look at as well. <laughs> that's, a, that's a little bit bizarre too. I've got some crazy <laughs> videos coming. Yeah, you haven't oh. seen that one yet, have you? No, I haven't. No, nah, well, that's only just been released probably about an hour ago. So we want to go and check that out. That's uh, that's interesting. Where uh, I took a trip to the Australian outback to hunt for the king of the outback, which is the Asus G20, a super duper powerful gaming PC. So uh, go and check out that video to see if I was able to capture it and review it. Spoiler alert, I did. 
<laughs> They'd be shit if I didn't shit review. No. <laughs> last last review hardware we send it to them. Couldn't even find it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 There you go. It's a very uh, like the the video for that one is uh, like it's a satirical piece. Obviously, it does get serious when I talk about the the review part to give you good good facts and info. But the intro of it is uh, very satirical in the theme of all Aussie adventures with uh, Russell Coit. <laughs> so, obviously, Russell. I've got nothing on Russell Coit. That's he's a legend. But uh, I, he's a bit of a, a, a hero of mine, so that's that's where that uh, inspiration comes from. Go check out that video; that's on YouTube as well. All right, that's uh, that's all I've got for video game discussion, Red. So if you're happy, I'm happy. Let's go into video game news. Yeah, man. First, but thanks. That, that, that. <laughs> Poor Silver. Oh, poor Silver. <laughs> oh, wow. Right. First up in the news, Red Swatters face up to 20 years jail. Yes, right. We have covered this a long time ago. It took three years for charges to be uh, laid in court, so the sentencing is yet to take place. But just to rehash... So, an American gamer called Zachary Lee convinced a British gamer, Robert McDade, to call a gun and bomb threat to a terrorism hotline while pretending to be said victim, Tyron Dobbs, which resulted in SWAT rocking up to his house, uh, shooting him multiple times with rubber bullets, breaking bones, uh, shooting him in the face, and bruising his lungs. So, Shit. Yeah, anti-terrorist sort of busting in and just going fucking ape shit. Uh, so the two men, even though it was one person conspiring with another, trying to convince them to do it, and he did do it, they both got charged with three uh, offences, including the, the, the more heinous um, conspiracy to produce false information and creating a hoax, mm. and which carries a maximum 20-year jail sentence. Wow. Uh, so... Well, what I was thinking is, don't these police or whatever overseas, don't they do any, like, research, intel, reconnaissance, before they just bust into a house? This is exactly why I brought this news out, because I know it's been done and done and done. Because I was just going to quickly say, the, 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 there was a quote from the, the victim, one Tyron Dobbs. He goes, I want justice, I want them to pay for my medical damages, and I want whoever shot me in the face to have something, uh, to ha- have to do some time. So that's the cop. But the, I was half expecting you to, to ask that or whatnot because put yourself right, this guy wants compensation and he wants people to pay, but what if it was his next-door neighbour who was a legitimate terrorist? You'd want him to go in guns blazing, wouldn't you? Well, well no, not really, because they, 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 could get these, they could get the police killed. Yeah. Like, obviously, if yeah. somebody is ringing up a fake terrorist thingy, right, there's going to be mm. limited information they're going to be able to give because there isn't any. They're making it up, right? So I don't, I don't know what swatters are saying when they're ringing up whatever their emergency hotlines are, but are they saying something along the lines of, uh, at this address, there is a person inside with a, 
a, a machine gun. Uh, he's got hostages. He's shot one already. I don't. I guess. I guess they're saying something along those lines, right? This guy, yeah. But this guy here, this incident here, he pretended to be this guy. I've got this. I've got that. I've done this. Okay. All right. So he's say, he's rung up pretending to be the the victim. Uh, sorry, the the target. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But still, what I would like to think that the 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 law enforcement agencies would maybe do some recon, check up the location. Is there any history of anything at the location? No, there's not. Any flags? Yeah. Yeah. Any, any red, red flags, flags there? Do we have any yeah. intelligence suggesting that this may be? Uh, Maybe true. Um, maybe do oh, they have, do, if they got an iPhone, just listen. <laughs> well, uh, but you know, like, do look through the fucking window. Is anything happening <laughs> inside the fucking house? Uh, maybe get some thermal imaging. How many fucking people are inside this house? There's only one person inside, so there's no fucking whatever, unless the rest of them are dead or like. They sell, yeah. Are they looking into the place, or are they going? Okay, we've got this intel. Let's kick the door in and go and go ham. Like they're going that into seems a like situ- the way because there's so many. There's so much footage of that happening. Yeah, like are they? Like they they're sending themselves into an unknown territory. Like, what? Why? Why would they do that? That's that's suicide for the police. But under very serious measures, you're right. Yeah, you are because, right? We've got an M16 and bombs, and I've killed someone. All right, let's kick the door in. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. I mean, like, obviously, when there's um, serious uh, killing occurring, you know, you've got to you've got to go fast. You've got to go in, right? But if you yeah. turn up and all is quiet. That to me suggests that there's nothing active happening. If there's gunfire going, then you go in because you've got to try and save whoever's being shot at. Yeah. Okay. But if there's no there's no gunfire, there's no shouting, there's nothing suggesting that there's an active situation going on. Why wouldn't you maybe maybe call out from the street, maybe knock? I don't know, do something instead of just barging into what could be a hostile situation. Look, I mean, I know the the different countries deal with things like this a little bit differently. In Australia, we're a little bit more contain and negotiate rather than rushing and and fucking... (laughs) Yeah, you stand out with a microphone. Come out, we have you, Gert. (laughs) (laughs) Gert. Oh, that's funny because nobody uses Gert except for in the fucking anthem. <laughs> but the, like that's that's what I don't understand is like how look, there's I think there's more to this guy's story. I think he probably didn't help was his situation. <laughs> well, maybe, uh, maybe he was playing Counter Strike in co- in the cosplay. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's there's a lot of stuff there we don't know. Uh, yeah. He, yeah, he could he could have had felonies, charges with uh, possession, uh, battery. Uh, you know, it, it could be any of the the said bloody triggers. But still, they went in. I shot him in the chest and the face. <laughs> he's, he's mangled. There's photos up. He's just fucked. 
up. Yeah, but I just think I just think that um, there's a lot more to that story. I think that maybe the media has probably beaten it up bigger than it is, and possibly the victim himself maybe uh, throwing a few of his untruths in there. I don't know. But, but uh, then if, it, again, if, it, if it starts to outlaw this sort of stuff and put a precedence on swatting and and wasting resources and what if they were called away and then there was something that went down that could have been fixed with yeah, the, the, the resources have gone team. elsewhere yeah yeah but yeah, yeah I, I don't know I think they've got to have a look at their 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 policies there like if something's going on yeah. like that let's let's fucking let's do a little bit of thinking before we just bust in um. Let's yeah, just use some brains was cell, over broad. Was, was a cell phone call pinged from a tower in the current location, sort of thing? You know, yeah. It, 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 maybe, maybe even look up the the residents there and give them a ring. Yeah, we give the house a call or give a mobile number. Re, re, uh, what do you call it? Registered to that address. Give it a call. Chances are, if it's fake, he's got the, someone to answer and go, "Hello, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> this is this is Lucas. Yeah, yeah, yeah." No, I'm just inside playing video games. I'm a bit of a fucking nerd. Oh, we've got a call <laughs> saying um, that uh, you were inside killing people. I said, look, mate. Oh, quick, Mohammed, run! They're onto us. <laughs> and and then I could say, look, mate, I'm the only one in the house. I'll, I'll come out. I'll come out the front with my hands up, and you yeah. can come and search the house. And I'll come out, hands up, down on the ground, in they go, do your fucking thing, see, all good, see us later. Can you make a note on your system that fucking people get uh, what's called swatted? And just make a note on the system, give me a fucking ring next time. If it wasn't it, it was Feral Dave. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Look, uh, I'm, just, I'm just speculating. I'm not uh, saying that I know better and would do a better job than than SWAT and all that sort of stuff, but it's 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 fun to speculate about and discuss, I guess. Absolutely, because the next step from bruised lungs and broken faces and Someone bones and stuff is death. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll change my word. It's not fun to discuss. It's it's interesting to discuss. Oh no, 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 no. I yeah, yeah. Fucking what? What, what did I call it last week? A sadist, a masochist. What? You just a fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> I am holding the that thing still. Look, listen. What's that got in common with an Xbox, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> it, it works. It's 15 years old. It works, but that's because I don't fucking touch the thing. It hasn't been touched in 20 years. <laughs> I knew that was going to sneak in somewhere. <laughs> that was, that, that was going to be more, right at the end of the show, but... Uh, uh, That'll do. Options. Yeah. All right. Next bit of news, uh, refunds on digital games to become a reality with Microsoft. Yeah, have you ever used the Steam refund? No. Jason has. Yeah. I, but... I, I, I have asked him a few questions about it in the past. Because yeah. uh, it was a big thing. What was it? No Man's Sky. That was a big thing back in the day, getting refunds on Steam. We covered. But Microsoft customers will soon be able to get refunds on digital games purchased on the Xbox and Windows 10. Um, okay. It has been made. We've been made aware by the Insider Project, so the Xbox Insider dashboard. There's um, screenshots now of uh, self-service refunds, which is done through the Microsoft website. So you go there, you request a refund, and then um, you follow on and, and, and input the details on the game that you want to be uh, refunded. So, in order for games or apps 
to be eligible for self-service refunds, it needs to be within 14 days of the purchase. Yep. And has to have less than two hours of playtime across all accounts. Right. What do you reckon about this? Oh, yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you can take a bit of a punt. You go, oh, is this any good? Because there's, there's been a lot of speculation, a lot of talk and everything. I know this is slightly off on the beaten track, um, that there's too much stuff on the PlayStation Store and you don't know whether it's any good and and there could be a good game in there hidden amongst 10 shit games, but you don't want to take the chance because they all look shit. So, like, that's yeah. quoting a, a friend of ours. If you could put 10 bucks on there and buy a game for $10 because you think it looks good, but it's amongst a whole... 15 and digital only games on a digital only sale sort of thing that we often get but you don't know you can go in and play it for an hour and if you don't like it get your money back going to the next one yeah so yeah i think, I, I, I think I it's think a right. pretty cool thing <clears throat> yeah so as i said valve have done it and but I, neither sony nor nintendo I would like, offer any. yeah i would like to see that if if they do implement this that they may be able to extend the the like change the rules a little bit when there's a game that's particularly fucking broken oh like like an extenuating circumstance yeah 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 or the like, wonder policy exactly yeah well, anyway the I think wonder policy cool. followed by transcribes from no man's sky chronicles yeah, and Godzilla. Oh, hundred bucks. No, it was ninety-five. It was over hundred bucks. It was like hundred and five or something. Yeah, hundred two dollars and ninety-seven cents. It was the most expensive game on the PlayStation Store, and it was rubbish. Worse. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, yes. Anyway, all right, that's good. No, very, very nice. Do we go to the next news? Yes. Okay. Next up on news, Narco Road. Release date and details outlined. Yeah, so Narco Road, the, the Ghost Recon Wildlands expansion. Another thing, we'll, fuck, we have good conversations on the phone. Another thing we were talking about yesterday on the phone, um, uh, incentive to go collect those last pieces of resources to get uh, said trophies for said platinum. Yes. Well, here, here's, here's all the incentive that you're going to need for a little while. And April 18, first <laughs> season pass owners. And That's today. April 25. Yes. Yes. And um, everyone else, it's next week, one week from today. Right. So season pass owners have, have access today. Uh, and non-season pass owners that buy it uh, individually will be available to you April 25. So the Wildlands update was come to consoles. That was a couple of days ago. It was about 8 gig. Yep. I remember that coming through. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Narco Road features more than 15 campaign missions, four new types of side missions, as well as new outfits, weapons, and vehicles. Narco mm-hmm. Road tasks plays with infiltrating three gangs of smugglers led by the elusive L Invisible, also known as John Cena. Players will have to work <laughs> their way up through the ranks and earn the trust of the mysterious leader if they have hope to bringing him to justice. However, reaching L Cena... No, L Invisible, because you can't see me, will require gaining the trust of three new charismatic bosses, uh, social media star Eddie Escovado, Death Raiders, Death Riders leader Otreo Ray, and Jeanette Loco's head honcho, Tonio Monteos. Oh, like I'm getting good at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you do, you gain their trust by completing missions and uh, races and stuff like this. So it sounds like uh, Narco Road, Need for Speed Edition. Right. 
Yeah, that sounds cool. I'm going to have a look at that. Tonight, yeah, then. well, it's a bit different. Yeah, and and there's a big picture, a big Narco Road picture, and they're riding on hogs. So, so hopefully there'll be some uh, Harley Davidson and racing. Mm, I like the idea of new vehicles. That's cool. Yeah, well, monster truck. Oh. Yeah, yeah there, there looks to be a monster truck. There looks to be a a Harley style chopper or a hog, if you will. Um, what else did I see there? A new plane nice. and uh, sports cars and racing cars like touring cars, like V8s and V12s. So oh, obviously to coincide with the street racing. I like that game, Red. <laughs> I imagine. Well, there's so much. Um, there's already so much there that you can build on. There's like open big stretches. You've got the, the ice plains where you could have the world's fastest Indian style races. And, mm. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's just, the, there's, the, everything's already laid out there. They can just keep adding to this because this is going off on the news. So that, that's where the news finishes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but, um, as far as wildlands go, the, the, from what I heard back in the day, it was meant to be an A to B game. You start it, you play it, you finish it, you move on. They they never wanted it to be like, say, the division or anything. Like, never never meant to become like an MMO style open world exploration game with continuous updates and upgrades yeah. and um, daily missions and everything like that. Seems like they've slightly reneged on that because there is now daily missions and you can set up missions through the um, the website and create events for your own teams and stuff like that, which is it actually lays the platform there so you can generate your own content and your own fun and your own competitions within the game that's already there. So if these DLCs keep coming out like this, I wouldn't be surprised if you've seen more content than it's already offered in the season pass, but also on the say on the flip, I wouldn't be surprised if that was it also because they did say they didn't want it to be another yeah. division. Anyway, I like what they're doing with it. I've been yeah, very impressed yeah, since day one. Kicking all the right boxes. Absolutely, all the right boxes. loving it. That's really good. Uh, what's this John Cena reference you're talking about? I don't get it. El Invisible. You can't see me. Right. Oh. Didn't someone posted it wasn't you? Someone posted on the page ages ago that John Cena was playing the Nintendo Switch. Oh, and he you... was invisible. Yeah, yeah. His oh, catch line is you, can't, "You can't see me," so he's invisible. Oh, oh, I didn't, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, is the, is yeah his... his catch line is "You can't see me." Right? Yeah, okay, that makes a fucking ton of sense now. And yeah, I think somebody said on the like the that uh, photo was oh the Nintendo Switch is floating in the air or something. Yeah, like, but there's a fucking dude holding it. Like, what are you talking about? Okay, but he's... now every now every John Cena meme you've ever seen now makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it's still stupid, but makes sense. It's like, it's like the camouflage control. Oh, they sold me this empty box for eighty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, is John Cena's like intro sound from the A Team or something? It's very similar, isn't it? This is very American. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't understand all that wrestling shit. Wrestling. Oh, I like it. I know you do, but I can't help but think that it's fucking stupid. Yeah, it's it's fake. It's well, it's not fake, it's scripted. There's a lot of uh That's well, lot of stuff in it. 
It's... I did not... But they... they they're, has their acting gotten better over the years, or what? No! It, oh, oh. no the, I tell you what, there's, the, the best thing about wrestling, the best the thing that makes a really good wrestler is someone that can sell someone else's move and not hurt themselves. So a lot of judo comes into that. I learned judo when I spent... Uh, three months in Japan I learnt the basics of judo and that was all about how to hit the ground without your head smashing back you know like transference of energy mm. if you fall backwards or if someone's throwing you backwards and you're going to land flat on your back on the ground you don't want to hit your head the best yeah. trick is to slap your hand down on the ground oh, okay, beside, yeah. you, beside you to transfer the energy to, to your hand instead of from through your neck so yeah, the acting is no better. It's worse, if anything, because back in the day there was the spectacle and the smoke and the mirrors. Now everyone is aware that it's fake, so the acting is, is well bad, but the moves and everything like that has become a real business now, so it's the best of the best. So it's it's, it's very, very technical and very good to watch a lot See, of it. So, yeah. I, I did watch it a little bit as a kid, and I, I really liked watching... Uh, what was his name? Oh, he had the... Uh... Yeah, he had the 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 Mexican uh, fighter mask on. Ray Mysterio. But yes, him. It was Ray Mysterio Junior. Yeah. Um, who, who I yeah I, I liked him because he was very acrobatic and fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But the majority of that wrestling shit is just idiots smashing each other with stuff and fighting and and it's just like you're just oiled up, greased up, muscly dudes. If there were more women in there doing it too that didn't have disgustingly fake titties as well, I'd probably be a bit more inclined to watch it. But I can't help but think it's just the dumbest thing ever. And look, I, I, don't, I don't want to offend you. I'm not saying you're oh, an idiot good, for liking good, it. Good luck doing that. All right, it's then I'll try. A, it's, only, it's only a fond memory I have of, have with my dad, you know. It's, it's, yeah, oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. I've been through it all. I've been through it all. Uh, but it's just not for me. No, I, I, it's definitely got its place. I don't think it's shit. Like you, I, you name me something else that gives you a really, really good excuse to get pissed by eleven a.m. Alcoholism. Once a year. Well, yeah, once a year we get together for WrestleMania because it's live. It's televised uh, American time. We get it. This year it started at 6.30 a.m. Oh, so we were drinking. By eight. We let the sun come up. Oh, whatever rules make it for you. But yeah, look, I think it's shit, as in I don't want to watch it, but hmm. I'm, I'm not fucking that stupid. I can see why people like it, but not for me. But anyway, Aussie Games Express, WWF or whatever it is. No, that's the pandas, isn't it? Yeah, it is now, yeah, WWE, because it's no longer a federation. It's purely entertainment. Oh, right, yeah. Got so, on the pin post, tell us your favourite wrestler. And if... Uh, no, don't fucking tell us your favourite right? wrestler. No, don't tell me your fucking favourite wrestler on the pin post. On the pin post. <laughs> is, is, is Luke Wright thinking this is shit? Or, or is Luke wrong for putting down... Red's most fondest oh, memory off. with You father. know for a fact that everyone's going to agree because there's heaps of wrestling fans on Aussie Games Express. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to admit I'm the minor- minority here, but if anybody does agree with me, can you please fucking support me? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, I'm going to have to fucking make up a few fucking Smurf accounts tonight. <laughs> oh, I can tell you what. 
the wrestling, it's funny we started talking about wrestling and I made the John Cena reference because it's going to feature in Remember When and you're going to go, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Anyway, all right, that's the end of the news. We may as well move on to Remember When. <laughs> okay, Luke, do you remember when? Nah. It, it flashed up on the screen, insert 20 cents to continue playing from the exact spot where you died. Yes, I'm talking about arcade gaming. Hmm. It was never 20 cents for me, but I do remember that. I'm not that yeah. old. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. In, uh, I didn't know what to go with there because I remember still paying 20 cents here and there back in the day. I mean, fuck, how old am I? In Tasmania, so probably, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a dollar here. <laughs> the funny, funny thing is, where the arcade used to be, it's now... <laughs> A fucking bottle shop, so it's turned into the, the other place that I frequent all the time as well. <laughs> oh, where I used to play games and all that sort of stuff is now Subway. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But the thing is, I'll go. I've got bits and pieces. This is and this is not structured at all. This is remember when we, where you could play certain only certain video games. You could only play in an arcade. I'm yeah, talking and and the Daytona arcade games street. Yeah, and the arcade games were better than what you could have on a console. Well, that's exactly right. So uh, I played Daytona USA once on PC. Who? But I played Daytona USA in the arcade that many times, the mm. second track, do the whole track without using the brakes, you know. Marvel vs. Capcom was so fucking epic. But I, I believed uh, the real hype for the arcade gaming for me was pre-VR it was the immersion where you could have the gun to play point blank time crisis you know where you put the foot down for cover on the pedal yeah Uh, remember remember when uh, it was Left 4 Dead brought out where you actually got in a a cabinet and pulled the curtains across and and shot off at zombies and everything like that Left 4 Dead or House of the Dead House of the Dead, sorry. Yeah, yep. Left 4 Dead's a PC game. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, House of the Dead. Even when, and this is how far this sort of nostalgia trip for us, I come to your very first time, I come and spent time with you in Sydney for the for my first uh, EV Expo experience. We went to Panthers. Yep. And we went to a video game arcade, and we played air hockey, and we played eight ball, and there was the Batmobile game there and everything. It was this, oh, I loved... I love video game arcades. Yeah. And I think now it's even even when we went to the the local at yours um it's getting very expensive now to go. Yeah. To like a time zone, $2 a game, $4 a game. That's why I said at the start, remember when you used to pay 20 cents. Well, probably the only thing I really ever paid 20 cents for back then was Pac-Man, Asteroids, and they also had when it was brand new, a Super Nintendo set up where you could pay twenty cents for twenty minutes. Yeah, so I, I always went doing in, that. Yeah, always played um, international cricket. I remember always playing, going in and and paying a dollar or something for an hour and just playing a cricket, sitting there, because it was it, it was conveniently placed near the local pub, and mum and dad would take you up and give you a couple of bucks, and a couple of bucks would do you a couple of hours. We're now a couple of bucks to do you 10 minutes. Yeah, this was back in the days where parents could put their kids into a little centre like that, give them a couple of dollars and go and have a beer without fear for their children being abducted. That's exactly right. What and, the and fuck that, happened that's, to that's, this that's, world? 
That's exactly right, and that's that's half the the motion of promoting. Remember when? Remember when I used to play WWF, my very first wrestling game. That was like a, a twenty or a forty cent game. You must have played that game back in the day, where you could be Hulk Hogan and Big Boss Man, and there was like three moves, and one was a slam, one was a punch, and one was throw them over the ring. No. No, nah. oh wow! No, nah, I, I got into that WD, WCW versus NWO on the sixty-four. I played that a lot. Yeah, we did. Yeah, no, that ne- was never sick. played them in the arcades. In the arcades, I was mainly playing games like Mortal Kombat. Yep. Uh, the Street Fighter. Yep. And those guns you're talking about, like Point Blank and uh, Time Crisis, and and all those shooty sort of games. I, I really enjoyed the shooting games. Uh, Lethal Enforcers. Was, yes. was a big oh, one wow. of mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. did you ever play the Robocop one? Oh, no, sorry, the Terminator one? Yeah, 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 yeah played that. That was when, 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 it, when it went from handguns to, like, you're holding an assault rifle. Yes. And, and then and then it moved on to, like, Big Buck Hunter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was bad at those Buck Hunters, though. They were weird. Um, yeah, Guitar yeah. Hero, DDR, all those made oh, a, no. an appearance in an arcade before in the home. No, I never played them, but uh, here's an old one, a real old one, going back for you. Did you ever play Mad Dog McCree? Yeah. Yeah, it was the real-life actors that you were shooting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, that is old. That Hang on, I'm getting, a, I'm getting a year for that. Yeah, that... that the, 1990, that, yeah, there, there it is. Yep, I played those. I loved those games. And when I saw that it was available on the Sega Mega CD... I near yeah. shat my pants. I was like, oh, I can get it at home. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, bought yeah. Point Blank for home. Oh, yeah. I loved Point Blank. Uh, PS1? Always the, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. The last level yeah. was always, uh, oh, well, no, the last level <clears throat> was always the, the fireworks, but the one before that was always, you only had the one bullet and you either shot the leaf falling from the tree or the apple off the dude's head. Yeah. yeah oh, that. wow. <clears throat> Yeah, those those arcade games were were a big part of my childhood. Oh, I loved it. I used to go there and spend it, so much money. That helped my <laughs> addiction with Marvel. I loved Marvel vs. Capcom because I was never good at Street Fighter. I loved Mortal Kombat, but I was starting to get a bit older. Where it was like Mortal Kombat three, where where it was starting to change. You know, it was starting to become more technical, like your Street Fighter games, like Mortal Kombat one and Mortal Kombat two, like. We're talking Sega Mega Drive days, two buttons, three buttons, you know, yeah. nothing to them. Yeah, and no combos punch, and shit. No, it was just punch, kick, high, low, uppercut. Oh, sure, you can. You know, nothing to it. And then it got real technical, so I thought, oh, well, fucking, you know, well, I'm no good at this anymore. And then I went across to Marvel vs. Capcom, and that was just over the top where you could jump up the screen it'd go all the way up and then you'd have unleash moves with Cyclops that'd take the whole screen and you could be Wolverine and Iron Man oh yeah so remember when you paid a dollar to continue from the very spot that you died yes yep. I have yep. hundred times after. they did they had us by the balls then yeah one really 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 quick fact because I did do like factual factual bloody um research but then i just knew you and i get going uh there was a thing known as the golden age late 70s early 80s was the golden age of the video game arcade with games as you'd know uh space invaders galaxy and pac-man battlezone defender and one i didn't really know of much was called bosconian they become really big because uh 
food chains in America like Chuck E. Cheese and pizza places and like that become restaurant bars and arcades. And they were really, really massive back in the day because it was a quarter to play and there was no home at home gaming arcades. And just for a little tidbit of a um a fact for you, which one was it? It was really it just kind of blew my mind. In the lifespan of oh, where was it? Total drev no, no, no. total generated revenue in quarters in this time was sixteen point six billion dollars oh shit in the in the u.s obviously because they're the only place that uses quarters yeah but in quarters though that's massive <laughs> well yeah times it by four 16.6 billion by four gives you 46 sixes four sixes 24 and 24 gives you 6.4 that's a lot of quarters dude if you give up trying to do the math that's big yeah, that look, oh, man, I was going to say before that, um, that it was a massive part of my, my growing up when yeah. somebody handed me in primary school a invitation to their birthday party and it was at time zone. Time zone. Oh, an hour or two hours of unlimited game. So all you needed to do was put your hand up and one of the workers would come across, use that little key that you're like, fuck, I'd love to yeah. own that key. Yeah. And use the key, open the cabinet up, press the little button a few times, give you a few credits, and away you go. And then if, yeah, you I, just, I, I loved it too. And then you remember when it started to die out early noughties. But there was this one place where I lived near on the Gold Coast when time zone were kind of phasing out and intensity was coming in and whatnot. Yeah. There was one place called Zone 3. Right. Which was laser tag. Oh, yeah. They, they had a laser tag arena in the back, and then at the front they had a LAN set up of 12 computers, and then they had probably 20 gaming machines. What we haven't mentioned at all during all this is, well, one of the biggest gaming and earliest arcade games are pinball machines. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I played them every now and then, yeah. Yeah, House of the Dead. Uh, no, uh, Twilight Zone one I played all the time um, of a Friday night used to go in and it became quite expensive the Zone 3 wasn't oh like the, the laser tag wasn't involved but you could pay $30 or $40 I think towards the end it just got too expensive but you got locked in for three hours yeah and uh, one of my most fondest memories of that has been about 15 or 16 and doing 100 laps on Daytona Cause you used to be you used to be able to go in and pay twenty dollars to the register, and they'd give you a hundred laps on easy. Well, considering it was twenty seconds a lap, you know you're knocking out three laps a minute, so it really didn't take. It was yeah, you're sitting there for probably about twenty twenty five minutes. Yeah. So a dollar a minute. Awesome. Yeah, ah, uh, we could just keep going, but yes, do you do you remember do you remember putting a dollar in and um, continuing on in a time crisis or a, a street fighter? I Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fondly, too, because it was mum's money. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you got a little con- bit more selective when it was your fucking pocket money, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and then, yeah, the consoles came out, uh, overpowered them, everyone had them at home, and then they started dropping off. Shame. Even the Atari started the, the decline in profit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. All good. Well done with user... Cre- uh, sorry. 
Remember when? <laughs> or, Thanks. <laughs> I'm getting credit for the next segment, too. Yeah. Oh, well done with Remember When. That is a good one, man. I do have very fond memories of that stuff. But uh, let's move on to user-created content. All right. So uh, in user-created content, uh, we've got uh, a, the major one here from Rusky Big Musky. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Old uh, Rusky Dog. He's, uh, he's brought us a topic of the underappreciated or overlooked gems over the years. Mm-hmm. Now, I've got his list here, and I've, I've made myself a list, but I've predominantly kept my list to the last generation. Uh, okay. That's I, fair enough. But, well, this generation hasn't been around long enough. I don't, that's what I think as well. But, uh, like, there are some gems or what have you, but, yeah, they're, they're still all fairly new. But I'll go through Rusky's list. And then uh, yep. I've got my list as well. Um, Rusky Big Musky says uh, he's he's got a list of five, and he says Dante's Inferno is an underappreciated yeah. or overlooked gem. I totally agree with him. I was struggling for things to play on the Xbox 360, so I went and grabbed Dante's Inferno. I didn't know what it was, didn't know what I was in for. I loved it. Best oh, decision you made that week. Absolutely. Did you play it? Yeah, I've got Dante. I got a PSP version, man. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't even know it was on yeah, there. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I got Dante's Inferno on PSP. Yeah, I was uh, surprisingly impressed. Actually, if you're on the Aussie Games Express website, if you search for Dante's Inferno, there should be a really, really old write-up from when I played it. I don't. I. I don't even remember what I wrote about it, but I remember I had. Uh, the title I changed to Dante's Porno. <laughs> yeah, there was. Well, it's because of the whole satanic and hell side of things, because they often associate the devil with uh, erotic yeah. uh, notions as well yeah. as vampirism. So yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah. of lot of boobies in there and all that Ooh, sort of yeah. stuff. And uh, I think there's some of my actual gameplay up on our YouTube channel as well. If you even go and uh, and search for that, you might find some real old shitty videos for me then so um but yeah i agree absolutely because it, it, it didn't really get much uh notoriety and it didn't get a sequel or anything like that it was just there's your game that's it forget about it have you seen the anime uh i know i intended on it i don't think i ever did good it's good oh i thought it meant good as in you haven't seen it no no it's good yeah, I, I yeah, I remember and I found it. That's right. I remember I was going to buy it on eBay, but it was like $60 back then. Yeah. So I never bought yeah. it. Anyway, I'll look into it and try and watch it cuz yeah, I reckon that would be good cuz I really do like the story of Dante's Inferno cuz it's Yep. It's like um what is it is it the 9, 6, 9, 12, I don't know, Rings of Hell? Yeah. Something like nine. that. And um, you you go through all these trials, something something something, and because you, oh, are we allowed to spoil it? Are we allowed to spoil bits of power? Oh, it's that old, yeah. Because you cheat on your wife, right? Yeah. But yeah. You, you don't really know whether you, he did or he didn't until like the end. Because I'm thinking he's saying he didn't, but he's like a typical bloke, and he's like, no, no, never happened. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Deny, deny, deny. But then I think you find out that he actually did. He cheated on his wife, which is a sin, and fucking goes to hell and all that sort of shit. But it's, yeah, real good game. It's very uh, Diablo-esque, yeah? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, with hack and slash sort of DMC. Yeah, yeah it was third person action hack and slash. Well, it was... with RPG aspects. Yeah, because it's like I think it's sorry the Eleven Rings of Hell because it it has the Seven 11, Deadly Sins as well as other bits and pieces. Yeah. Hence the lust of the cheating. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But no, look, uh, it's, a, it's a really good game. If you haven't played it, I reckon it's been a while, but I reckon it's going to stand the test of time. I don't reckon that'll be too bad to play today. I actually wouldn't mind a remaster of that. Yeah, it'd definitely go well. Mm, yeah, yeah, very nice game. And the cutscenes are the back in the old school where you had the game, but then the cut cutscenes were like real high quality, like like uh, Blizzard does a real high quality animation. Yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah. It's Final Fantasy in that time. Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. Yeah, it was a uh, real, real nice, awesome game. Uh, the next one that uh, that Rusky's got is Remember Me. Yeah. <laughs> That, you... popped, that popped up on my download list as a PS Plus title on the PS3, but I never, ever played it. Yeah, I played it a little bit, and it was good, but I, I really never enjoyed playing the PlayStation 3. Mm. The, it, if it was on the Xbox, I probably would have played it more. Yeah. But I just, I just never, I didn't like the controller, I didn't like the interface, I didn't like turning the fucking thing on, I didn't enjoy it, so I think that's what killed it for me. But I did play Remember Me a little bit, because it was a plus title, and it was good for what I played of it. It was, uh, what happens in that? Like, you've, you've lost your memory, and it's all about, like, using all these weird devices to manipulate memories, to find out what people know about things, and there were some really cool mechanics in there great game totally agree with you but not many people have played it and i only played it i didn't give it the justice that it deserved either uh third one from rusky is uh lost planet three i played yeah i played the original lost planet didn't play all of it just played a little bit didn't really like it um it, was, it was the gameplay but that that's an old game now lost planet three probably he says that's the best one I could probably see that over the first one, two, and three, it probably did get a lot better and probably worth playing, but I never got around to it. Have you played that one? No. No. You've heard of it, though, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've seen videos on it and everything like that, yeah. Yeah, it's kind all, of, it's all um, snow and... Dead, dead space Yeah, you know? like, that's what it looks like, dead space in the snow. Uh, fourth one that Rusky's got is Binary do- Domain. Uh <laughs> Never played that. No, I've heard of it, and and I've been told different things about it. I've heard that it's terrible, has bad voice acting, and all that sort of stuff, but apparently it's not a bad game. So there's a lot of games that you can get good gameplay out of, even though it is shit. Like the story's crap and all that, but it might be fun. Like, uh... I'm not going to be able to think of the title of the game, but there was a game that I played a while ago where you had this glaive... I gave away a few free codes to this game because it was so brilliant. You had this thing that was called the Glaive, which is basically a massive ninja star. And you could throw it like a like a boomerang and it'd come back and all that sort of stuff. It was awesome. You could chop people in half. The game was rubbish. Like, it was shit story. Didn't look all that great. But the gameplay was sick. Throwing that Glaive just had... It was so satisfying that it was a great game. And I'm not going to be able to tell you. Hang on, let me Google Google it so I can tell you. 
not Warframe. No, but it's similar to that. Dark Sector. Dark Sector, yeah. Dark Sector is, is the name of that game. Um, it, it looked cheap. It looked terrible, but awesome. That should be on my list, Dark Sector. <laughs> so I'm going to throw that onto my list as well. For me, one of the most underappreciated games that is actually pretty good is Dark Sector. Check that out. PS3, Xbox 360, and PC. Um, last uh, last one uh, Rusky's got is Deadly Premonition. Have you played any of those? No. No, me neither. I, I don't know a terrible lot about it. Deadly Premonition. I'll quickly look it up, see what it is. Uh, Deadly Premonition, known as Red Seeds Profile in Japan, is an open-world survival horror video game developed by Access Games for Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. Open world horror? Hmm. Like Silent Hill. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. It, it, well, it actually looks a little Silent Hillish from the screenshots I can see as well. But uh, I, I've I've not played those. But I don't know. It might be worth giving it a kick if uh, maybe it might be in backwards compatibility on the Xbox One. I don't know. Might be worth having a look at if it is. Yeah. There you go. That's that's uh. Did you said that you played? Didn't play? Didn't play. Didn't I play. play. I, I knew of it because it yeah. was silent, around the Silent Hill time or a bit after. Right. But yeah, um, I knew of. Got six out of ten on Steam. Ten out of ten from Destructoid and a seventy percent Metacritic. It's funny. But he though, makes like... a re- he makes a reference there, like a B. It's like a a good B grade movie. Yeah. And it is. Yeah. I love me. I love me a good B grade movie. Yeah, me too, actually. But yeah, it seems that a lot of these games that don't get a lot of love generally reviewed well, which is strange. Because it's a niche. Hmm. No, I mean... Just, it, maybe it, just the reviewer was the right audience for it, but wasn't wake overall up on the side yeah. yeah, maybe. But anyway, I've got a few picks. Um, number one for me, or number five for me, whichever way you want to go about it, uh, cause, but they're not really in any... Order was Homefront, the original Homefront in 2011. Oh, wow. Did yep. you play that? No. That was fantastic, which is why I was so disappointed with the, the latest revolution or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, basically, Homefront released into a world where Call of Duty and Battlefield were kicking ass in the first-person shooter uh, genre, so they really didn't have much of a chance going on. But Homefront was like, it displayed themes of like an over-oppressed American society, which is something that like an American developer or Americans generally don't depict. They might show like a movie or a game where there's an attack on American soil, however, but this game is, it shows the Americans are fucked. They are under control of the opposing force because I think they were originally going to be Koreans. Yeah. Uh, but I think, there was, change it. I think there was a bit of an issue with that there, so they changed them to the opposing force, which uh, made, <laughs> it, made it a little bit more uh, PC. But uh, an amazing game, absolutely fun to play, great graphics for its time, good story, good gameplay, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, just, I think it just got overshadowed because we had the likes of Call of Duty, and uh, and Battlefield, which were which were really the front front runners there, so that one wasn't terribly uh, 
uh, well known and well played, so it didn't do too well. But still reviewed quite well. Uh, no, I don't have that up. Let me have a look. Let me see what we've got here. Uh, home front. We got. Don't show me revolution because that won't do real good. Six out of ten on Steam. Seven out of ten IGN and seven out of ten GameSpot. So that seven out of ten is a good score. But yeah. didn't really do too well. Did a lot better than its uh, sequel. Uh, next mm. one I've got is Spec Ops The Line. Oh, that often comes up in underrated games, doesn't it? Yeah. I've never played it. Yeah, you, you should. You should. Whereas yeah. it probably won't appeal to you because the, the main draw to the like to the game making it amazing is its storyline. The gameplay is good. Um, it's very hard. I actually, actually, I finished the game on hard but not the hardest setting. Because yeah. uh, I played it, obviously I played it the first time around, just on normal, but I revisited it and played it on hard, and I almost died in real life, because it's that stressful. But uh, the storyline is so hard-hitting. Like, um, you know, despite it receiving brilliant scores of 9 out of 10, 8 out of 10... Uh, it never did so well because I, I think it was because you had to actually go through the whole game to get the scope of it. You couldn't just play a short section and realize the brilliance because you, all you're really seeing there is the the gameplay. Yeah. Which is no different to really any over-the-shoulder third-person shooter, really. It it had a little bit of... Uh, like, they did advertise it with uh, active environments where the you could use the sand... To, in the deserts because it's set in Dubai use the sand yep. in the deserts to your advantage by making it f- like a la- causing landslides to hit enemies and all that sort of stuff but that really only happened like once oh, so okay it was a bit disappointing but the story was so amazing that ending was a was great and there are so many moral choices choices throughout the game that you're like, oh my god. And things that you're doing at the time that you don't actually realise the scope of what you're doing until it's yeah. pointed out later. And I'll spoil a little bit for you. You're playing as uh, like a team of um, like special ops guys, spec ops guys in uh, the Middle East, uh, in, in Dubai. And the, the the war and the horror gets to you and what you're seeing isn't necessarily what's going on because you're going a little bit mad that's pretty cool though so there are occasions where you're doing things because you're like no like get yeah, quick do this it's the right thing to do and while everybody else is watching you going what the fuck are you doing and it's not till throughout the game where it starts to click. And even, and that's why I mean the ending is when everything hits home. You're like, fuck, is that what I've done? Is that what happened? And yeah, oh, it's, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. If you, if you ask anybody that's played Spec Ops the line and say, oh, how about that white phosphorus? They're like, oh, fuck, the white <laughs> phosphorus. Yeah, that's like a, a defining moment in the game. So, recommend playing that. If you don't, if you don't want to go back to the PS3, it's on PC. Give it a go. Uh, my next one is Kingdoms of Amalur: The Reckoning. 
Have you played that? No. Now, that one would probably be more up your alley. But you may not enjoy it for the following reasons, I guess. The way I described Kingdoms of Amalur is a very, very good place to start if you want to start playing games like Skyrim. It's kind of like it's kind of like an entry into a role-playing fantasy uh, uh, fantasy game. Yeah, so it's that kind of game where you can make your character, you can be all like um, beefcake with all the armor and all that sort of shit. You can use magic and all that sort of stuff, but it's very very easy to learn. So some people that do love Skyrim may play it and think that it's dumbed down. But then some people might play it and go, "I like this because I can get the, I get the, I get it, I get the idea." Yeah. So I played that back in 2012, and although I just played the game and finished it and loved it, um, I, you know, it's not something that I'll go back to. But it, it, I have fond memories of it, and I only played that game because I think it came out at a time when there wasn't much, there wasn't much to play. Yeah. So I got it just to see what it was like, and I actually liked it. And I, don't, I never really liked games like that, especially back in 2012. So that was, uh, it was a good game. Steam reviewed 9 out of 10, IGN 9 out of 10, and an 81 Metacritic. Yet, wow. Yet many people have no idea what it is. I think it was a Games with Gold game on the Xbox as well, at some stage. Uh, my uh, second last one is Mafia 2. Oh, fuck, how good was that game? Yeah, real good. But it's another one that a lot of people that I've spoken to have never really played, which is strange. They got, they got 9 out of 10 Steam, 8.5 out of 10 from uh, GameSpot, and a 77 Metacritic. But that had some real great underbelly themes, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was great. I've not played Mafia 3 yet. I've played the demo. I forgot to mention that in Game Talk. I played through the Mafia 3 demo, which is available now. But, uh, yeah, Mafia 2 was, was great. That, I got turned onto that from listening to the, um, I think it was the Xbox Achievers or our our Xbox World podcast back in the day, Zach Knuckles and mm-hmm. uh, King Jiggly. But, uh, yeah, and absolutely loved it. Brilliant sort of... It was a good... Uh, uh, what's the word I want? Something good to turn to if you weren't a fan of GTA 4. No? Oh, I had a word. Alternative. Yeah. Good alternative. There you go. That is a good word for it. It is a good alternative for Grand Theft Auto, and it was around about that time, GTA 4. So if you weren't crazy about that, people were playing Mafia 2. But it, uh, yeah, not, not, that a, not a word. That coincides with one of my five. Oh, very good. My last one was Enslaved Odyssey to the West. I've talked about that enough, so I'll leave it there. What have you got, Red? Uh, PS2 games, mate. Ah! PS2 um, is when I first, uh, well, back in the day when I had a, a lot of time to myself, not always because of a good thing. I'd work, I'd finish work, I'd come home, I'd play my PS2. The game I played a lot of, which is not on the list because there's probably like eight different installments now. Did you ever play uh, K1 Jockey? No. No, you were a jockey rider and you you bred horses and trained horses and you raced horses. So it was kind of as simple as it sounds, but 
we played lots and lots and lots of it. Uh, my list of PS2 games, underrated PS2 games, are PsyOps, the Mindgate Conspiracy. Okay. Uh, so third-person over-the-shoulder shooter, and I think, I believe it's where a lot of the mechanics and inspiration for the likes of Force Unleashed come from because you had telekinesis abilities. So you could pick up boxes and move them, throw them, pick up uh, dead people's weapons and drag them over to you. There was stealth aspect to it as well as the, the whole force thing behind it. Yeah. That got that got an 8.5 on GameSpot and eight, 84% Metacritic. Mm-hmm. And that came out in 2004. Uh, the second one on PS2 was uh, by EA, a game called Black. I, I've heard of it. Never played it. It was uh, the days of Call of Duty, when Call of Duty started to blow up in 2005. It came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was real world, like it was Middle East. You weren't fighting pretend people like the, how they changed in um, Homefront, like you're talking about. Yeah. This was actually... Um, Middle Eastern warfare. Uh, it was the realest M16 gun you'd seen in a game before. It was just punchy and impactful and just real, if you know what I mean. It felt really real for a PS2 game. And um, it was actually a really, really good first-person shooter. Yeah, that that was back in the days where I, I, I rarely played first-person shooters. I didn't really play mm. any first-person shooters with, ex- with the exception of Doom. Uh before Call of Duty 4. Yeah, see, those were the days where first-person shooters was all I played. Mm. So it was oh, that, and, it was like... Medal um, yeah, Medal of Honor. What was that? Uh, Red Faction. Um, just, yeah, shit like that. That's all I played. Uh, number three, one mm. you may have heard of, Tenchu. Oh, Stealth Assassin. Yeah. Yes, played it a lot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I played shitloads of that on PS2. Um, yeah, they got 8.3 and the 79% Metacritic come out in 2003. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was what? That was a stealth ninja game. Yeah. With, uh, if I can quote you, Red. Yeah, that was wicked. Wicked. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tenchu. Yeah, it was sick. Um... The Warrior, uh, number four, The Warriors, based on the, the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, bought out in 2005 by Rockstar. Yeah, yeah. It, it was the first game, other than Ape Escape, that I ever used analog sticks for. And I remember using the analog sticks distinctively, because basically what it was, it was gang, like in the movies, it was gangs, you fought people and you had objectives and you had to raise money and steal stuff. And the way you got money is you could steal old cassette tape decks out of cars yeah yeah and what and what you had to do is you had to swivel the the analog sticks to undo the screws oh okay yeah yeah and it was actually it was couch co-operable uh you could pick your mate up if you went down you could use weapons you went against all the factions that uh featured in the movie it was just a really cool open world brawler like you'd go down different um streets and stuff and you'd run into the different factions that um ran that Neighborhood, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, cool. actually, very, very cool. Come out in 2005. And last but not least, you said Mafia 2. Yep. As you, for your alternative to GTA. Mm-hmm. I loved 
I love Mafia 2, but I love The Godfather. Oh, yeah, never played that. Oh, so good. I just just the way you could go in, and I think it may have even featured in Mafia 2. I'm not sure. But you had uh, you had to not win the motor, like interrogate someone, and they wouldn't give up the information, so you, you'd give them a, a good old belt. And, but you could push it too far where they'd shut up shop and run away and not talk to you, but you could hit that sweet spot where you flog them enough, they'd cough up the information, and you'd you'd be able to negotiate your share in their racket, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You keep punching them in the gut, you get an extra 5% of the cut, 5% of the cut, <laughs> then they'll go, nah, fuck you, you're not worth it. Oh, okay. So it was all about beating them to within an inch of their life, or within <laughs> an inch of their tolerance, <laughs> of getting the shit kicked out of them. They're like, I've had enough now, bye. I'm going to hang around for 87% of my cut from the monthly racket takings, but you go 1% higher, I'm fucking off. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, too much. It, it was really cool. It was the whole mobster gangster theme taken over sections, under bosses and lieutenants and everything like that. And as as you said, that and Mafia gave a, a real 60s, 70s feel to um, GTA. Your cars wouldn't go that fast and there wasn't heavy emphasis on over-the-top violence and action like that. But it was, uh, yeah, a lot more, um, what do they call it, organised crime. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my five. PsyOps, Black Ops, uh, Black on the PS2, Tenchu, The Warriors, and Godfather. Wicked. Lovely. All right, good stuff. I, I love my PS2, mate. It's, I, it was my best friend. I'd go, get up, go to work for 12 hours, come home, play PS2, go to sleep. Nice. Awesome. Rinse, repeat. Right. Well, thank you very much, uh, Rusky Big Musky, for that uh, user-created content there. Um, I'll quickly mention Adam Ryle's one before we move on to What's That Sound?, uh, he's been playing Overlord on the 360, and he loves it. <laughs> yeah. He's got and Overlord 2 uh, on the ready as well. Just wondering if we've played it before and what are our thoughts. I've played Overworld, Overlord 2 on PC, I think it was. That's like um, it's like Pikmin. Have you ever played Pikmin? Yeah. It's like it's that. Min- like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, get I'll your little minions, and certain minions can do certain things because they're fire resistant. The other ones might yeah, be yeah, cold yeah. resistant or whatever. Yeah, good game, real good game. But uh, I've not played them in a while. I did do it a little bit on PC, but uh, yeah, I, I I enjoyed them. They are a good game. Uh, I don't. Yes, I did play it a lot, so I didn't like finish it or anything like that. But I can appreciate that it was uh, it was pretty damn cool. So you enjoy that, Adam. And um, it may may inspire me to, to play it a little bit uh, at some stage. But yes, all right, uh, Red. Mm-hmm. Shall we do what's that sound? On one condition. What's that? You don't play this week. Ah. I've got news for you, Red. Now, look, uh, at the start of the show, I said to Red, uh, we don't have a What's That Sound from Reprimere. He's forgotten us. He doesn't love us anymore. Uh, So I've went and got uh, a What's That Sound myself, which is a bit of a shame because I obviously know the answer and blah, blah, blah. However, about... He's come through. About 13 seconds ago, he sent sent one through. Oh, wow. So if you give me a second, I'll download it. I've got to find which one it is because he keeps sending me through Dropbox every single file for every week so I've got to find which one's the new one ah he doesn't just update the file like you do no, for us. no. 
So which one is it? Is it whoops? It must be oh. whoops. Yeah, that there it is. Whoops, nearly forgot. Yeah, I guess that's what he's saying there. All right, um, we'll just cover off last week's one. Uh, I said it was Armour 3. Red, you mm. said it was Sniper Ghost Warrior 2. Do you, do you know what it mm-hmm. is yet? No. Okay, well, let's have a listen to it. So that one was actually from, neither of us were correct, uh, it was from Crisis. It was the Precision Rifle. Okay, never played it. Oh, I have, but I only played it a little bit to try out how good it looked on the PC, and I don't think I ever had a Precision Rifle. But there you go. So that was last week's one, Crisis. So this week's one is titled Whoops, because he forgot. He almost forgot us anyway, but he had enough time. Uh, let's have a listen now. Get him, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> you mother, you're pissing me off. You mother, you are pissing me off. Get about it. You mother, you are pissing me off. Oh, it sounds like a game where you would be stationary. You wouldn't move. So I don't think it's a uh, traditional game, so to speak. And traffic driving past. Hang on. Get about it. You mother, you are pissing me off. Uh, you got any idea? Crazy Taxi? Oh, I don't know. Get about it. You mother, you are pissing me off. It might be. Uh, no idea. Yeah, I, Forget I, about it. <laughs> it's time to make some crazy money or whatever it was. I don't know. Uh, I don't even have a guess for that. I, I have no idea. I've not heard that before. Nothing's familiar. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. You can go with Crazy Taxi if you like, Red, because, I don't know, you're probably right. I wouldn't have a clue. I, I have no idea. Yeah, so uh, this, this, this whole uh, What's That Sound thing's pretty hard, man. Hmm. We've got... We're, we're in April... I don't know how many episodes we've done, and it's <laughs> still stuck on two all. <laughs> That's our scores, it's two all, man. What's going on? It used to be a lot easier when I did it. Yeah, we don't play many. Yeah, we don't play many video games, obviously. Yeah, well, Jason's obviously in a special category with the games he gives us. All right, but if anybody at home thinks they know, nobody got last week's sound, by the way, Jason. No. Cut the shit, make them easier. I don't even care if you start just giving a stupidly easy one. Here, listen, you want to listen to a my one? Current generation. Yeah. You want, you listen, have a listen to my one. This is the one I was going to have. Do you know what that, that was is? Quick. Go again. No. Da 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 da. Uh, it sounds like you're going through a waypoint or a checkpoint or collecting something, yeah. Yeah, you're on, you're on the right path, yeah. All right, I'll tell you what that is next week. So you got two WhatsApp sounds, but there was only the one that we were going to fight on. But pff, yeah. if anyone's going to get it, it's you, because I've not given an answer, because I've got no bloody clue. 
But anyway, yeah. if, you, if you know what either of those WhatsApp sounds are for this week, then send us a message to our Facebook page. If you're correct on either of them, we'll send you a free game. And uh, Jason, give us a fucking easier one next week. Oh, I'm sick of being a failure. <laughs> I'm crying. Uh, anyway, Red Shout. <laughs> nice. Okay, so as we touched on earlier, your PlayStation died and you opened yourself up to a little ridicule and some helpful hints and some supporting people by posting it via Instagram on the page. Yeah. So first and foremost, um, there's a few people on here that have, have felt your pain, like Henry Stevens and Kyle Caza-Williams. They, they understand how it feels because it's happened to them. I, I believe there's someone here... They they bought six. Yes. This release date. Uh, yeah, six one. This, this is unscripted, of course, because we're going through it. Yeah, I don't think but he yeah, bought six, but he's on his sixth console. They've played up that many I'm, times. You'd want him to die every eighteen months, wouldn't you? Brand new consoles not having to pay for him. Uh, there was a little thread there where uh, Henry Stevens. Uh, Joshy Josh, Cameron Matheson, Don Roberts, Tyson Neville Heasey. They all jumped on, tried to give you uh, Reddit-style f- fixes. You've tried them all. Nothing worked, but people were actually jumping jumping on Google and stuff like that, trying to help you out. That's I thought that was really, really awesome, so that deserves a special yeah. shout. Yeah. Paul Thanks, David Clement, message of the day. You could say you could have got an Xbox One. <laughs> also, he, he, he wants, he wants a uh, Twitter apology from me for uh, commenting about his grey hairs because I was calling him old. Well, he's also stupid with a comment like that. You should be putting him for your pension, mate. No Twitter apology here. It's a rant. (laughs) (laughs) You you fucking know better. A, you know better. B, you know better. And C, you asking me for an apology? Jesus. (laughs) Up the line, mate. It's my mother's fault, not mine. Go hit her up. (laughs) But uh, yeah, big shout out, man. Awesome. It's always good to have a bit of banter with you because I know you can take it. Uh, Blake Bond Jeffrey, thank you. Matt Alexander, PC Master Race. PC stands for politically correct. So, yes, we are the PC Master Race here at Aussie Gamers Express. <laughs> Steve Hodgson, Smith Ben. I know that's Ben Smith. That's a friend of mine. He just got an Xbox. He's feeling lucky. He sent me a message going, Oh, it's my birthday. I got an Xbox One. What games do I get? And I went, Fallout. <laughs> he goes, No life. Yes, that's correct. Um, <laughs> Eric K, Brent, Bryan, build a PC and then join the Master Race. Too late, been there, done that. Uh, you got Nintendos, you got Playstations, you got Xboxes, you got PCs. So it's, yeah, all these funny, funny comments. I sat back and I went, oh, shit, here we go. Luke will be going, these fucking people, they should fucking know by now, but they don't and they feel like having their five cents worth and their five cents worth has warranted them a shout and a, <laughs> you're wrong. Uh, Christian Craig says, mine sounds like a jet taking off. Man, mine doesn't. It, it works a little bit hard every now and again and it's not a day one console. I got a day one console, replaced it after about three months as we were talking about earlier. Uh, my cousin got one around the same time, and he's often comes here because um, I have internet. And um, his sounds like a jet taking off, and when you turn it off, it actually sounds like it's landing, and there's clunking sounds. And he's got the the, the, the nifty byproduct of being able to cook an egg on top. So, voila. And his um, still I works. Do, it still works. Yeah, yours just went, nah. Mm. Uh, Brian Mottram. 
my day one Xbox is still going strong because you've only had to install three games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Reese Boyce had mine an entire year now. I've only had problems with the controllers. Well, that's a much cheaper replacement option than the console. So I wish you the best of luck for the next uh, 17 months that the generation will last before the Scorpio insists on a PlayStation 5. So uh, if I've missed you, sorry, keep commenting, uh, keep being supportive, or make a real dickish comment too because I'll call you out. That's uh, a call you out or a shout out. And, um, yeah, it's all in fun. I, I, I really, really hope um, there was uh, a comment there which was suspected to be sarcasm. But even if it is sarcasm and you're sitting there doing a jelly jelly belly laugh at the same time instead of going and stabbing a voodoo doll, then that's all welcome as well because it's all support and it shows that you're reading and listening and joining in. So regardless of whether you're a sourpuss or you're just a happy-go-lucky sort of mofo, Shout out to you all. Thanks very much for joining in on this little conversation about a dead PS4. It's only dead because it gets used. Exactly. Okay. Well mm. done, Red. Yeah, thanks, man. Mm. Could have fucking called a race, race, uh, horse race with that kind of talk. Oh, I enjoy it, mate. Uh, I don't know. I can just, just get into it, let it roll. If I if I script too much shit, I just get lost and like, um, yeah, Mario, you know, was that <laughs> nothing on Alex the kid, you know? He liked to eat rice rolls. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. All right, well, that was Red Chat. Uh, let's go to last words. Yeah. Any last words? Yeah, I pledge I'll play more than three hours of PlayStation and have a better fucking game talk for you next week. All right, <laughs> I'll hold you to that, you son of a bitch. AFL's out in three weeks. Get excited. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. I'm going to to try and play uh, Wildlands, Andromeda, and maybe some Rocket League tonight. Rocket League, I was about to say, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to try and finish Wildlands and Andromeda tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to finish them all. (laughs) Piss it in. And I'll let you know next week how I go with my uh, phone call to PlayStation. Yeah, that's always nifty. That's always nifty. Gives us a heads up what we can be looking at if we ever need to get our consoles. Mm, Yeah, I'm not expecting anything. It's not in warranty. So if they tell me to nick off, I kind of understand that. They they might, but they might be able to point you in the right direction. They might give you a quote on what it costs to fix it. Yeah, anything like that. I would appreciate anything like that. Absolutely. So that'll be cool. Anyway, we'll see how that goes. Uh, That's all I've got, Red. So you done? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm still catching my breath after the shout. Fair enough. <laughs> anyway, it's been a long show, over two hours. Love it, all good. Plenty of content Enjoy. for you. And we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you very much. Hope you all had a lovely, safe Easter. And uh, let's keep trudging on for the rest of the year. Thanks for listening, everyone. I am Lucas. <laughs> and I'm Red. <laughs> Catch ya. That's it. We are finished for another week. We are packing up our bat and ball and we're going home. If you're keen for more content before the next show, then head over to the Aussie Gamers Express Facebook page and give us a like. And check out our website at www.aussiegamersexpress.com. We are also on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and every other social network that you can think of. Except that weird one that no one uses. You know the one. This podcast is also available on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. See you all next time on the Aussie Gamers Express.